The Green Divas love food. Organic, local, fresh, whole, delicious food. Here now is another Green Diva foodie file. Oh man, I just love this woman and her garden is uh, in her home. She, she opened up her home years ago. For a group of us, um, she she was then, you know, in the founding stages of what is what was and, and is now the Supper's programs. And basically there was a group of us that gathered at her home and we would rummage through her garden <laughs> and uh, we would all cook together and then sit and have a meal and there was some some structure but it was really about sharing ideas and concerns and ways to eat healthier a more whole uh whole foods kind of diet which i had always done but it was fun for my husband and i always learned no matter what i always learned and i just loved being in her in her garden in her kitchen and and anyway so Dor Dor Mullen, she's the founder of Supper's Programs. Hi, Dor. Hello. That sounds like a good introduction. Well, you know, I was like babbling on and on. I'm like, yeah, I just remember how warm and welcoming you and and your home, um, everything was really, ah, yes, I aspire to be so warm and welcoming and uh, nourishing for all of us in many ways. So... Yeah, I'm getting hungry. I'm getting hungry because I'm I'm remembering some of the food we cooked. I remember playing with your uh, your Cuisinart and all kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, it whets the appetite. So tell us a bit about uh, – the audience doesn't know the way I, I, I have a history with suppers, but tell us what suppers is. So it is a network of – programs that are nearly free to users. We cook together and people just cover the cost of the meal. So it's obviously it's not very expensive. And we get together mostly in people's homes, sometimes in a small public venue like an organic food store or the library, library, someplace where there's a kitchen. And this is it. This is the whole thing. We cook together. We eat together. Mm-hmm. We have these educational experiences and we do these experiments all around whole food we don't use any ingredients that are processed and we might journal the experience and through this social experience through this building of community we are helping people turn around really serious diagnoses like all the ones that you and your listeners already know about that are very much driven by the processed food supply. Right, right. Whether it's diabetes, heart disease, cancers, right. and in, in you know, in our case, there was a lot of us that were recovering alcoholics. Yes, there are suppers for sobriety meetings, meetings for stable blood sugar, people with digestive diseases and disorders, and you know, celiac disease, and and so forth. Um, then there are meetings that are more prevention oriented that are really about the cooking. Like you were, you were probably focused largely on how can we take this food and make it delicious? How can we make the whole food so delicious that right. it rivals all the processed stuff yep. 
that the manufacturers are specifically crafting so that we'll get hooked on it. And they're very good at manufacturing foods that we get hooked on. I know. My husband loved coming down there. He And he likes my cooking. I've always been sort of a whole foods cook. But, mm-hmm. I mean, there's just always so much to learn and share. And there's something so fabulous about being in a sort of community kitchen experience where mm-hmm. everybody's like sharing ideas and, and knowledge and – um, I really, I'll never forget making that that fig and and tomato salad. We went out to your garden. We picked figs. I have such fig envy. I have <laughs> never seen such a gorgeous fig tree. And tomatoes all happen to be ripe. And we made a salad with with what whatever was there. But but at the time that, and I still make that salad when figs are around. Right. Well, September October in New Jersey. Yeah. 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 So. So that's the idea. You know, we don't really need to improve on nature. Maybe we can't improve on nature. We just have to get our palates, you know, retrieve our palates from the food manufacturers that really have spent a fortune on figuring out how to make foods hyper palatable, if you will. That's really upsetting. Um, You know, but one of the other things for me was, you know, I can get into a rut where I make like the same few meals every week. Um, and I don't get creative. And, and so sometimes for me, it's also about, you know, finding other things in that palette and getting inspired by other people and, and new ideas. Uh, but, but I, I love the idea that it's, it's a nice and sort of gentle environment for people who are exploring, especially when they're new to the sort of whole foods and, and nutritional solutions to, um, some serious problems. Yeah, and that creating that environment of safety, very much modeled after the 12 steps, um, it, it, you have to have that first. You have to have trust first before you can expect people to try new foods, particularly if they've never really liked right. vegetables or fruits or plain roasted meats rather than all of the, the processed stuff. Um, you've got to make it a really safe social environment before you can do the, do the rest of the work. I really personally enjoyed the, the cooking and all that's fun and the socializing, but the, but the meal itself and the discussions mm. that occurred um, and, and the sensation. Now, I, I'm sort of like a, an old hippie gal anyway. Like we used to have potluck dinners, you know, up in the Berkshires and uh, Sunday nights from our co-op and everybody would, you know. And so it reminded me of that type of environment, which I always enjoyed. It's, it's I, For me, food – can be such a wonderfully social experience as well. Yeah. So tell me how the program – now, see, the, we're, we're, I haven't been down to you for supper's dinner in like seven or eight years yeah, or something. seven or eight years, yep. It's insane. So um, tell me what's been happening. How's it growing? How many meetings? Uh, uh-huh. Well, uh, we probably – when I know you, we probably had five or six facilitators total – now we're probably closer to 50. Wow. We have 30 to 40 meetings a month. Most of them are in central New Jersey. Mm. So we've grown just in sheer numbers, but we've also grown in the diversity of the kinds of meetings that we offer because we can basically, if, if a problem is driven by processed foods, and most of the current chronic illnesses are driven yeah. by processed foods. Gosh. Um, well, they're we certainly can, not helped by it, most of them, right? 
No, right. And there, um, you know, I always argue for the addictions model. If you, even if it's like, say, rheumatoid arthritis or lupus or some of these autoimmune disorders, if the problem is driven by inflammation, and most of them are, and you eat comfort foods because there's so few sources of pleasure in your life, you're also setting yourself up, I mean, unwittingly, you know, know, no fault of your own, you're setting yourself up to comfort yourself with foods that create these endorphin responses and kick in the pleasure cascade, and people do end up functionally addicted to the foods that keep them inflamed. So without really much input from doctors at all, we're now helping people that have as I mentioned, rheumatoid arthritis and lupus and other autoimmune conditions because so much of their inflammation is avoidable if yeah. they could just get the support that they need to stay yeah. away from their inflammatory foods. Now, and you, But you do have some medical endorsements, I noticed. We actually have quite a few. That's a big change also from eight years ago. We have quite a few doctors and chiropractors and acupuncturists um, psychologists, psychiatrists, talk therapists that are referring to the program now because the the more progressive there are um, medic the the conventional medical people are getting some of them are getting very progressive about these things but their disciplines are not set up to provide the kind of services they that people need for behavior change. So they send, like almost like a prescription, they send people to the program and say, this person needs to be on a gluten-free diet. That person needs to be low glycemic. You know, this person has severe allergies. He has to be aware of everything that goes into his food or he might, you know, start asthma attack or something like that. So, and that's, that's possible because we are working from single, whole, fresh, ingredients and if somebody comes to a meeting who's socially isolated because of the way they have to eat it's like not a problem here they just need to have control over their own salad dressing and their own pot of soup um, and they can be served so so the social component and pulling people out of isolation is huge with this program it is it's very exciting so i yeah i don't know that we have any suppers up here and i i i would love to be able to we'll have to talk about that cuz i'm i'm just really you know i rem- i'm remembering now how much i enjoyed it and and had wanted to do this but i've obviously been sidetracked by my own other things um so if people were curious about um how to learn more what what would they do what's their first step so we have a beautiful website with six or seven hundred now searchable recipes. They're all whole food, no gluten, no no sugar. Um, that's the suppers with an s programs with an s dot org. The suppers programs dot org, and there's just oodles and oodles of content and recipes and videos and so forth for for people that would like to find these food and social solutions to their mental health and their health problems. Now, have you started any suppers programs in any area other than New Jersey? What happens is as facilitators move, like for business reasons or family reasons, they take the program with with them. So we've got like one or two in North Carolina and one in Florida. Now there are three people that are uh, working around the Philadelphia area. Nice. there are a bunch of people up in the Suffern and Rockland area that would like to get it going, Westchester. It's just a matter of finding the people who are willing to train to facilitate because, of course, you need 
somebody to host it. It's a it's a home based right. meeting. So so that's the challenge. But it I mean it must be working because we've got like I said forty or fifty facilitators now. Well, I highly recommend going to thesuppersprograms.org, right? Ma'am. And it is a beautiful site, and one of my recipes is in there, although I don't think they're identified. It just There's a lot of recipes in there. Everybody together creates these recipes. It's, it's a wonderful thing, and now I'm hungry. <laughs> well, Dora, I hope to see you. Thank you for the work you're doing because I think it's um, – it's it's really exciting. It's really exciting on so many levels. So check it out, people. Hope you're hungry. For more easy and delicious recipes and even more foodie information, go to thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com.